Hi guys, just a disclaimer that before you listen to this, you will hear some swirling ice. That's because I was sipping on some iced coffee. So I didn't think that the microphone would pick up on it, but you definitely do hear it near the beginning of the episode. So that's what that noise is. Anyways, enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Roaring Twenties. Drum roll for our special guest, Lena. My Hi, good friend. everyone. Yes. Excited to be back here with Jenny. It is a new year, new mindsets rolling in, new week, new day, <laughs> new podcast. So today, me and Lena are going to be talking about a topic that um, kind of resonates with both of us a lot. It's been both on our on our minds and probably you guys too, because if you're in your 20s or any stage of life, I'm sure you can relate. And that is the feeling of living life to the fullest or rather feeling like you're not living life to the fullest. And that's what we're going to dive in a little bit today. Um, so just a little bit of backstory. And Lena, you can share yours um, right after. But I know for me, with the new year, you know, it's a time to look back on your life and think about, okay, how much have I done so far? Am I where I want to be? Am I happy? Am I like doing enough? And I think that concept of, am I doing enough with my life, with where I want my career goals, whatever, that can lead to an unhealthy kind of obsession, maybe even a little bit of a toxic mindset, because you're like, okay, on the one hand, I want to do all this stuff. Like I want to have my dream job, make all these memories. But on the other hand, you can't have it all, you know, it's, it's impossible to balance all of that. And for me specifically, I've been feeling like, okay, I'm 21, which, you know, you're still young and stuff. But with me nearing the end of my university career, I kind of had this like, sinking revelation of am I making enough memories? Like, you know, because I'm already, I'm good with like the school part and the career part. I feel like I'm doing my thing. I'm moving forward. But I feel like with the social aspect or like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm not making enough memories. I'm not hanging out with my friends enough. I want to be like doing more stuff so that when I'm 80 years old and I'm on my deathbed, I can look back and be like, yeah, I lived life. Like I did all this cool stuff. I partied, I whatever. Um, Lena, do you want to share your revelation? Yes, of course. I've been feeling like similar feelings, especially when you said about like the whole, am I doing enough? Am I making enough memories? I feel the pressure too, especially because there's just so much pressure to like hustle, have a job while in school, and you have to volunteer and be involved in the community at the same time while still having a competitive GPA. There's just, it's a lot, especially because with, along with that, it's like, oh yeah, that it's also the prime time to party and be involved with the social events, make sure you have a big group of friends. And like, yeah, how do I achieve all of that, especially with the new year, because everyone, every, every year, people are like, oh, yeah, for this year, I'm going to focus on being healthy. And they'll stick for it for like two weeks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe two days. In my maybe case. two days. <laughs> yeah. Not only, you know, I have to achieve all this, but what about, what if I don't want to? You know, I think society has all this, these goals that everybody's supposed to do, like, you know, 20s you're this is your time to party and to travel but what if you don't have the money what if you don't have friends what if you just don't want to um and going with that I think living life to your fullest is really really biased and subjective when we think of living life to the fullest it means like going out going out there and like traveling the world doing all this crazy stuff skydiving bungee jumping I don't know making six figures having getting married settling down with kids and like that vision of a perfect life isn't synonymous for every single person for some people they're just content you know just 
I don't know, staying at home. Maybe they have a YouTube channel or something, or maybe they don't want kids. And, you know, Lena, do you have like a specific life in your head where, you know, if you were to look back and be like, yeah, I lived life to my fullest, it would look like this? That's a great question, Jenny. And I just want to point out the fact that I love how you said that living life for the fullest is different for everyone, especially because I haven't really thought about it that way because like I've been feeling pretty defeated for a while because I felt like that I wasn't doing enough, even though a lot of people around me are like, wow, you're such a hard worker. You're doing all of these things. I can barely just do school. And I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. What was the question again? (laughs) Um, Like, do you have a vision of what living life to the fullest means for you specifically? For me specifically, I'm still trying to figure that out because I'm not exactly sure. I know I'm missing something in my life right now, and I'm trying to find out what that is. So I've been pushing myself to learn new things. Like, I've recently taken up a coding class, and it's just like, you know, completely different at accounting. If I would have never considered it in high school. Yeah, I'm taking it because I'm trying to find out like, what do I really want to do? Because I'm I'm not really sure yet. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. It's like we have to have it all figured out by the time we're 30 when really we're literally still fetuses like we're still children. (laughs) I, I don't know about you, but I still feel mentally 16 at times, you know, and this pressure to have it all figured out it, it can be really toxic for for a lot of people um and this goes hand in hand with this expiration date I feel like a lot of people think once they hit 30 your life is like done like it's over I know I felt that too because every year I'm like oh my gosh I'm inching a little bit closer to 30 yeah which can be scary but really as cheesy as it sounds age is just a number it doesn't mean your life is over at 30 there's still people figuring themselves out at 40 getting divorced at 50 not having kids until they're like 60 and so I hate how we think 20s is like your only time to go out there and do stuff like who says you can't be 35 and parting it up either you know I just hate this expiration date on life exactly and a big part of it too was just like the whole expiration thing on life like like you said I feel like once we hit our 30s Jenny there's going to be like even more expectations on us right like we're feeling it now but what about when we hit 30s like right is there more expectations then is life just like no matter what age you are you're always just going to have expectations <laughs> that you're never going to reach <laughs> I-, I feel like we're getting into the philosophy side of it and I love it because I love talking philosophy with you and that's so true like I think we're just always going to have these external expectations 20s is like okay figure out what you want to do and then party it up 30s you have to settle down find your one true love and have kids no idea what 40s is <laughs> I feel like by then people just you're like you're done you're done, you're done. You're, yeah. you don't exist you're anymore. over yeah literally <laughs> like no we have the rest of our lives to figure it out and it's just this constant back and forth I feel like half the time people are telling you you're young you have all this time to figure it out and then the other half people are telling you life is too short don't wait do it now so which one which one do I listen to and you're just on the fence struggling between these two different sides exactly it's like who do I listen to because you can't do, I do I to? both at the same time you and cannot and it's kind of funny, too, about how you mentioned, yeah, we're every every year we're inching closer to 30, but we just started our 20s. <laughs> oh, my God. I never thought about it like that. I never thought about it like that. Lena, you and I are literally 21. Exactly. Like, we just started our We 20s. literally just, like, why do I feel old already? But, like, we're 21. We just, we're one year into our 20s. 
I think and it's just because like a lot of like trusted adults around us, like professors, family, friends, like whatever, it's always like, oh yeah, like, yeah, you're still young. Like, I know I'm still young, but like, it feels like I have to do everything right now. <laughs> and I love too how you brought up that, you know, from an outside perspective, a lot of people, including myself, will look at you and say like, wow, Lena's so like, she has a job she's like supporting herself she's got it all but then you said you still feel like a part of it is missing right Mm -hmm. I remember um a tiktoker that I really like watching her name is Lexi Hildago to me I'm like wow her life is like she's lived life to the fullest because she moved to Hawaii she's been literally all around the world she's taken um RV trips like she's done all this cool amazing stuff and I listen to her podcast and she talks a lot about how she struggles today too to find her purpose and she still feels like she's not doing enough and it's crazy because we compare ourselves to literally everyone around us and we think we're not doing enough but we look at other people and think they are doing enough but then they you know it's like this whole (laughs) circle so really it's like does is anybody doing enough what does that even mean that's a great question what does it mean Jenny like how much do I have to do before I feel content with my life right I'm sure if you ask the most successful millionaires like Elon Musk hugest celebrities A-list celebrities they will still tell you they don't know what they're doing or that they still feel like they haven't accomplished enough so I don't know I don't know man Wow, that that hit me hard because I remember <laughs> talking about like, oh yeah, what am I really doing with my life in my last podcast video? I listened to that. Yes. <laughs> Shout out Lena's podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and a big part of it was just like asking your inner child. I talk about that as well. And it's funny because if I go back and it's like, oh yeah, what do you think your life would be like if you were in your 20s? Now, like six-year-old me would have been like, oh, I bet you would have a house by now, a car by now. Like, you're, nope, I don't, nope, you're, nope. Nope, got none of that. I'm living on my own and that's about it. Don't have a house. Don't have a car. It's way too expensive now. <laughs> that's interesting that you brought up asking your inner child because um, I learned that when you're a kid, you actually already have your life figured out. It's only when you grow older and society, parents, whatever, they start influencing your thoughts that you start changing. But I I read like a psychology fact that said that literally ever since you're like four or five, you already know who you are and exactly who you want to be. And that's why a lot of therapists will do like inner child work because healing your inner child is really, really important for your mental health. And I think that's a good start to the question, the o- the big overarching question. How do we know when we've reached this point of like, okay, I've done it. I've made it. It's different for everybody. But I mean, you know, because it's different for everybody, we have to look at it at a case by case basis and think, to, okay, for me, when I was a little girl, when I was six, I just dreamed of becoming a teacher. That's all I wanted to do. I thought it was so cool to be in a classroom. And so maybe, you know, when I'm, hopefully if I get a full-time teaching position that will be my moment of okay I've made it but I have no doubt that even when I make it quote-unquote I'm still gonna feel like I'm not doing enough and because of that I social media I'm just gonna say it I'm gonna blame it social media is the reason number one for all of this because when you are on Instagram, on TikTok, whatever, you're constantly seeing everybody else doing all the stuff that you're not doing. And you compare yourself and you forget that we're on different timelines. 
Like, they do them, but you do you, you know? But, like, you forget that. And so when you see people vacationing in Bora Bora and you're just, like, sitting at home, that's when the huge, like, guilt starts to sink in. Wow. That that pretty (laughs) much sums it up, especially because, like, on my feed, like, so many students and, like, my classmates even, like, I know them personally. And it's like, yeah, they're traveling to, like, Australia, doing these amazing competitions, like, going wherever. And I'm just, like, wow, I haven't left a country since I started school. (laughs) I haven't either. And seeing that, too, has made me definitely get a lot of FOMO, feel like I'm not living life to the fullest. And obviously I want to travel, but I want to do it because I want to do it, not just because everybody else is doing it. And I feel like I need to post about it to show that my life is cool too or whatever, because I definitely struggled with with that in the past. Um, But I definitely had to take a huge break from Instagram, especially. Um, I I like rarely scroll on anymore. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll break out of it. But I I just can't look at it and see what other people are doing because it really makes me feel bad about myself and my own life. Um, <laughs> and you know I wanted to hop on this podcast and talk about it because you know my my thing is called Roaring 20s and tackling all these issues that you face in all areas of life I know I think anyone can relate to this but especially when you're in your 20s because this is a time where you have so much unprecedented freedom you know like from kindergarten to grade 12 you grew up with the same people you're literally in the same eggshell, you know, like you are on the same timeline for like 12 years to eight, for the first 18 years of your life. Really, you are all on the same trajectory. And it's only when you're in your 20s, really, you start to branch out like you have some people um, going to college or university. Other people, they married and they start having kids. Other people might start working right away. And so this is where the comparison really starts, because it's all up to you now to make your future happen. And this is when your timelines actually start differing. And so that's why, you know, nobody talks about this enough, but your 20s is a huge period of like self-doubt, comparison, FOMO, loneliness, feeling like you're not doing enough. And I think this is where it all stems from. This like first um, taste of freedom and independence. It has its perks, but obviously it has its cons and we wouldn't be sitting here right now if we did it. (laughs) Exactly. I agree with every point you just said. Because the point about like, when you diverge, everyone's on a completely different path. And you just take like parts, little bits of pieces of those paths at like their peak moments or like, yes. And then you start being like, Oh, wait, I haven't done that. Why haven't I done that? I want to do that. But I haven't done that. I'm missing out. So social media is a highlight rule. And as as much as I know that I feel like everybody forgets it, you know, like you see one picture out of their 24 hours of their day, which is like less than 1% of their entire life. And you just assume that their life is perfect and they're, they're doing great, you know, but you don't see what goes on behind the scenes. And, but we forget that because we're constantly seeing highlight reel after highlight reel. Exactly. And I also know that there are many like graduates, like graduates, like even after university or college, a lot of them are, a lot of them when they give advice to the freshmen, some are like, wow, I did so much in school. Now I'm burnt out. And they didn't know how they managed to do everything in university. And they're just like burnt out after graduation. And it's insanely hard to fight the pressure because just like, yeah, so many adults just expect you to do everything outside of school, even when applying for jobs too. Mm. And 
even like common conversation starters after saying you're in university, in my experience is, oh, do you work part time too? It's just such a common idea. You, you got to be doing all this stuff. You got to be juggling everything. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you're deemed as not successful. Right. I face that a lot too now. Like um, there, there was a point in my semester where I worked three jobs actually while being a full-time student. And I did it mainly because I wanted to sound cool because I wanted to <laughs> be able to say, yeah, I work three jobs. Like what about it? You know, just because like it sounds like you're doing a lot of stuff at once. Um, and now I'm, I'm not working any jobs. I'm just focusing on school. But there are a lot of times where I feel like not necessarily guilty, but like I could be doing more because my weekends are usually free, which is nice. But then I see other people working on the weekends and I think that should be me, you know? Oh, that's, <laughs> a, that's a completely valid feeling. And it's just like, I think what matters most is just like finding out what your priorities are because yeah. school is expensive. Like if you can't work and do school at the same time, then just focus on school. Right. Or it's just like, there's just so much pressure to be like, oh, no, you have to do everything. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like, are you going out on the weekends too? You know, like, are you making friends? Are you having enough of a social life? Mm-hmm. For and sure. It's, yeah. Because like, I know some HR managers, like if you're applying for a job, they'll check on your social media pages. Like, oh, how does this person like go out? Do they actually have a social life? Like, is all they care about just school, school, school? And if it's just school, 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 then they're going to be like, oh, you're really boring. We're, we don't want you. Wait, in HR, they want you to like, they want to see pictures of you partying and going out? Well, not partying and going out, just like oh. with people in general, because it shows that you're a sociable person, that you... That you uh, that you're friendly, that you're easy to get along with. Whether wow, I didn't know that. To, compared to if you had like no pictures, then they're like, oh, okay, well, this person's probably antisocial. So. Oh my god, <laughs> there's so many things wrong with that. Like one, what if they just are social but they just don't post? Like, exactly, but they make that assumption because that's yeah. all they see, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I have a question for you, actually. Um, mm -hmm. If you were to look back on just everything you've done in life up to this moment. Would you say, yes or no, that you've lived your life to the fullest? No, I have not lived my life to the fullest now. I Like like I just mentioned, I'm ju I just started my 20s. Like, there's still so many things that I still need to do, like get my CPA designation, uh, get a house, get a car. Like, I feel like once I get all that, then maybe I'll be on the right track to finding out what makes me happy and like more stability. Okay. Okay. And that is fair. That is valid. And I like how you... It was interesting how you brought up, you know, like, once I have this, because I feel like a lot of people, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, no, I'll only be happy once I have this. But then you have it. And it's like, no, I'll only be happy when I have this. So, you know, it's like this never ending cycle. For sure. I but I won't know until I have the thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For me, I, if I just had to answer yes or no. I would say yes. I think I have lived my life to the fullest where I am today because, and I interpret this differently, uh, while I don't have, you know, there's a bunch of stuff on my bucket list I haven't done yet and I don't have my dream job yet, but I still think I have lived life to the fullest because I have put myself out there and I've done so many things that younger me would have been so proud of and like impressed by. And I think I've also just been authentically myself throughout the most of my life. I think I've been very lucky to have met the right people that I can like be myself around and understand what makes me happy. Like I'm still young, but I feel like I've got 
I know what makes me happy. I know the person I want to be. And I know what my hobbies and passions are. So I, I went a little bit of a different route with that, if that makes sense. <laughs> that makes complete sense. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's mainly because like I don't really know like what I want yet. So mm-hmm. I think that's why it feels like my life isn't complete yet. And I'm still trying to figure that out. Like what really makes me happy? and Mm -hmm. things like that because I just have so many different hobbies that's hard to pick out one in particular that I really really like and I Mm -hmm. jump around between stuff a lot as well so it's just like I know I'm missing something but I don't know what that something is yet and a big part of it too is I feel like I haven't really grown since as a child in like a weird way like I've just always been me like I haven't really like grown or like declined or regressed or anything it's just been stagnant do you mean in terms of personality Yeah, in terms of personality and value, like, I've just stayed the same. Like, if you ask any of my childhood friends, they're like, you have not complete, you have not changed at all. (laughs) I mean, I am a childhood friend. And yeah, I could attest to that. (laughs) But I don't think it's a bad thing, though, because your morals are pretty set in stone. I I feel like if you changed, you would just be going downhill because it's like, (laughs) I want, because I, as your friend, like, I want you to stay the same because you're so, like, kind, you're so generous, you're so passionate, you're so willing to live life. When I think about you changing, I think, like, you losing some of that spark. I see. That's deep. I actually didn't think about it that way (laughs) because I feel like a lot of my friends, like, have changed so much. Like, you're you're one of my childhood friends, too. And, like, you went from shy to, like, really outgoing and, like, doing (laughs) things completely out of your comfort zone. And I've just, like, stayed the same. Like, a lot of my other friends, like, they started out shy and going really outgoing or really mm. outgoing and then going in shy because they mm. just didn't want those expectations anymore. And it's it's so cool watching other people around me grow, but it feels like I haven't grown at all compared to them. As the comparison mm. again. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. Analogy. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, you know, I was going to bring up you even just moving to a different city, moving on your own, like, getting out, out of your family house. That is a change, but I, I think that's more of an external change. Like, like your environment around you changes, but you as a person has stayed the same. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Yes, even though I've okay. had all these experiences, like, I'm still the same mold. Like, nothing has changed about the mold. <laughs> but has your mindset changed in some way? No, I'm going to be honest. Okay, no, <laughs> okay we I... appreciate the honesty. We appreciate the honesty. <laughs> That's like, really interesting. Yeah, like, I still think, like, really short-term. Like, even as a kid, I thought, like, really short-term kind of stuff. And I still am that way. When I was a kid, I was, like, brutally honest. I'm still pretty honest about the things that I do <laughs> and say, like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. It's just, yeah, nothing has changed. <laughs> I-, I do think, like, even your mannerisms have remained <laughs> pretty stagnant as well. <laughs> yeah, everything is, like, stagnant. And, like, I'm seeing, like, all my friends, like, once they hit their 20s, like, it's like they're going, like, up like so much and I'm here like wow they changed so much they're a completely different person and I've stayed the same (laughs) do you think of that about me too yeah I really look up to you actually because I see your growth and it's just like wow that's amazing (laughs) oh thank you as like a follow-up though I'm intrigued like because I know people say you're supposed to change but I'm wondering do we have to like, you oh know, growing up is one thing, changing internally, what does that, what does that mean? I feel like, like, for me, I, I have changed 
a lot <laughs> even just definitely. like in the past month but like definitely and it, since and it's I, like it's a really good thing that you changed too because you know you became more outgoing you're doing things that you would have never done as a kid and yeah. it's just like you seem like so much happier now compared to when you were a kid yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> facts and but I wonder because I started like down and I went up but when you're already up do you need to change you know what I mean because I feel like you're already up here what if I'm not up there, Jenny? What if I'm just like still in the middle and I think I'm up here and that's why I'm not changing at all? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, because I, I guess the question what would be... What is up there? <laughs> I, <laughs> when I think up there, I think of... Do you have a good mindset? Do you know who you want to be? But you said no. Yeah, exactly. I don't so know I, guess who there I, is room, I guess there is room for improvement. Yeah. And once you figure that out... That's your change right there. Exactly. And yeah, it feels like I haven't figured that out yet because I, I feel like something has been missing. I've been feeling pretty defeated about it, especially last semester. Mm. I think that's what your 20s are for, is to figure yourself out. Exactly. And, and there's a lot of people who are in the same boat as you. So thank you for coming on here and you know being vulnerable about that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And I don't know if this would help, but I came to a recent revelation lately that You know, with because you said you jump around a lot with hobbies and passions, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think we everybody needs to have this like one strong fire ignited passion. I feel like there's a stigma where like you know, for example, if you look at like a professional athlete, right? Like someone who plays who's who's a famous athlete, Um, Penny Alexiak. Let's say her, right? Okay, do you know her? No, I don't follow. <laughs> well, okay. She's, okay. she's an Olympic gold winner for uh, swimming on the Canadian team, right? So people will look at her and be like, okay, her passion is obviously swimming. She devoted her entire life to go train at the Olympics. Like, that's her purpose. And we think that us normal, everyday folk have to have the same substitution. Like, not swimming, but like, what is it that we can do? that is like, okay, this makes me super happy. I want to devote my entire life to this. And I read a bunch of articles about not knowing what you want to do in life, not having a passion. And I don't think everybody needs to have that one thing. I think even just having a bunch of different things that bring you joy in the slightest is the same value, you know? Like not everybody will have that huge burning passion for this one thing (laughs) that they will like devote their career towards you know I think even just like finding like the smallest everyday things that bring you contentment is enough in certain you know in certain scenarios that's deep Mm -hmm. I also see it another way though because like you're studying English and you want to be a teacher right Yes. Well, your big thing is reading books. You read a book every day. Like, well, almost No, I don't. Day. I don't. do not read a book every day. <laughs> well, like every week, but like you still read is the point. <laughs> I do read. Yeah, you read <laughs> and you write and like uh, like that's like your big thing. And a lot of people who are studying their major, I find is that they have that big thing that's related to their major. For you, that's reading and writing and that's related to English. Yeah. And like another one of my friends, I still have to edit the episode. They want to be a DNR officer, which is a conversation officer kind of thing. And they have a lot of pets and they devote so much of their time just taking care of their pets. So that's their big thing. So it really helps if you have that one big thing, because it means you've spent so much time on it that you've pretty much mastered it. And it relates back to your studies. You know what I mean? I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But these are like the outlier situations, you know, like there's probably literally 
everybody else in the entire world if you ask <laughs> if you ask anybody else on campus they will tell you they don't have any hobby related to their major whatsoever like i doubt if you ask um an engineer that they will tell you they do anything engineering <laughs> as a hobby outside of school like you know a lot of people are, are just trying to get by their degree they're just trying to graduate you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, the thing is, I haven't met those people yet, Jenny, which you, is kind of but funny. That's, but, but know that they exist. Know okay. that they exist. They do exist. I just haven't met them yet. You just haven't met them. And people don't like to talk about it because they're embarrassed about it. You know what I mean? Oh. And that's what we're here for. That's true. <laughs> to let people know that, you know, they're not alone. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> that's true, really deep. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> like, how many people are on your campus? Probably like 10K, right? Yeah, around that. I guarantee you at least half, minimum half of those people will be in a program that they don't even like. They're just kind of there because they think it's steady or because their parents push them into it. And then another half of those people will just be kind of bullshitting their way through the degree because, again, they don't know what they want to do. And then another, you know, quarter, I don't know the math, but like (laughs) another good percent of that population will hate their degree. They absolutely hate it. They're just there because they don't know what they want to do. And you you don't hear about those stories because people don't want to admit it, right? Because it's, you know, embarrassing. They're, they don't, they don't want to talk about it because they don't want to face their future. Mm-hmm. You know, the second you admit, yeah, I don't, I don't really actually know what I'm doing. You know, a lot of people can be like judgmental about it, especially around family, right? Because there's this constant pressure by like your relatives to constantly be asked, hey, what are you doing next after graduation? You know, like the big question. Nobody uh, likes yeah. to answer. And so so people will just be like, yeah, I'm doing this, whatever. They don't want to actually admit that they have no idea what they're doing. You know, it's just because we want to make it seem like we have it all figured out. The second you show you're vulnerable, that's when, you know, you're open to criticism. You don't want people to see you that way. I really hope that helped. Yeah, that, that gave me more clarity on this situation. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. And this ties back into the whole not living life to the fullest thing because like as you said, some people not only don't not know what they're doing, they're pushed by like parents. They have to seem like that they are living life to the fullest, even though they're really not. Right. And you know, to some people, maybe living life to the fullest means trying everything. Like not necessarily having that one thing that they know for sure they want to devote their life to, but maybe their whole purpose of being here is to figure it out like maybe that gives them a sense of purpose and maybe if you like rewire your perspective that way and think like okay I don't know what I want to do yet but that's literally why I'm oops but that's literally like why I'm here you know you can I mean this might be a little bit of toxic positivity thinking but maybe if you look at it as like you're in a movie and you're like the main character right now (laughs) and you know how in every movie at the beginning, the main character will, like, not know what they want to do. You know, like, maybe they just got canned from a job that they actually hated. But then, boom, one door closes, another door opens. And so this is you right now, Lena. You're, like, starting your journey into... Tr- this is, like, the montage part of the film where they're going out <laughs> and they're, like, meeting new people. And they, like, maybe they embarrass themselves a little bit, but it's for comedic relief. You know, it's for the plot. <laughs> for the plot. I like do that. it for the plot. I say that all the time. It really helps. You know, this is your time. This is your movie moment where you are figuring out who you are and what you want to be. It's the coming of age genre. Yes. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you, this is your plot right now. Like, it's happening right in front of you. And it's it's what you make of it. 
So you would say that the journey along the way is part of finding fulfillment in life. <laughs> you said it way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I think true fulfillment is subjective as well. But, you know, for a lot of people who are in that same boat where they, they don't know what they want to do, I think part of it is like trying everything you can. And even if it doesn't last, you know, say you try a new hobby, you're like, oh, I hate this. But it's like, that's the whole point. You know what I mean? Like to see what you don't like, to see what you absolutely hate, what you do like, and like, just try, try everything you can, I guess. Exactly. I'm curious now, what does living your life to the fullest mean to you, Jenny? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that because I was literally just thinking about this. Um, I came to a revelation. To me, living life to the fullest means doing everything that I've ever wanted to do. So like completing my bucket list, getting my dream job or whatever. But in short, it's like living a life where when I'm 80 years old and I'm on my deathbed and I look back at my life, I like would not regret a single thing, basically. I want to live a life where I don't want to change a single thing, where I can write a memoir about myself and be able to talk about all the cool stuff I did, you know, just collect Aww. as many life experiences as I can and, and have so many stories that I can. Mm -hmm. Do you have any regrets right now up to this point? Okay. I don't believe in regrets, but everyone hates that answer. <laughs> Obviously, there were definitely moments where I thought, okay, what if? What if I did this? What if I did that? I really don't like to think that way because you know what? Different doesn't always mean better. Mm -hmm. Like you can always wonder, oh, if I had chosen this job or this school instead, my life would have been different. Yes, it would have been different. But does that mean it would have been better? No, exactly. absolutely not. You would have never known because it didn't happen and you're on the path you are now because you didn't choose that option. <laughs> exactly. Like what you have right in front of you, this is life. This is your life. You're literally living in it right now. I don't like to think about like the what ifs, wish I did this differently, whatever. Like, no. So I really don't have any huge, massive regrets. Do wow. you? No, I have absolutely no regrets right now. Like every choice that I've made along the way, like I made them because I wanted to... I wanted to do them like yeah I just I just did it without thinking and even though I did it without thinking it's what I wanted to do and it's just I'm happy where I am right now in a strange way <laughs> <laughs> after all that like I'm, I'm not happy where I am I am happy where I am I love that <laughs> in 35 like minutes you changed your whole trajectory. <laughs> like okay it's hard to explain like yes I am happy where I am right now but I'm not happy where I am regarding the future because I don't know mm. yet, you know? <laughs> like I, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. That does make sense. I get that too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, right in this moment, yeah, I'm good because I'm just talking to you and I'm in a podcast. But then you think about if I continue like this, will I live a good future? Exactly. Will I, I be know. fulfilled in the future if I yeah. keep going at the rate I'm going? Which is why I was so worried about like being stagnant. Yeah, but like, as I think about it, it's just like, if I made like other choices, maybe I would have been completely somewhere different. But as you said, like, would I have been happier? And I don't think right. I would have been happier if I made those different choices, because yeah, be doing things that I didn't want to do. So I made those decisions because I wanted to do them. And I'm here yeah. right now. And I'm, and I'm happy. So <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. And I think it's really important as well to recognize, don't do stuff just because other people are doing it. 
do it for yourself do it for yourself right like when you go on social media and you see everybody else doing this one thing don't like think you have to do it just because you know this peer pressure everybody else is doing it like live your own life you know you do you <laughs> exactly it's like Basically. keeping up with the Janes or the joes or i don't exactly know Wait, how to keeping say up joes. with the kardashians keeping up with the kardashians. <laughs> yeah it's like that, that reality show <laughs> keeping up with the jones <laughs> what i i what forgot that? the name I that it. wasn't even close though it was a whole different letter girl Okay, yeah, same concept. I know what you meant. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you're just doing it because for the sake of keeping up with them, like just for the sake of doing (laughs) it. And it's just like, you won't ever be happy if you just got to do what everyone else around you is doing just for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Um, An example of this I have is like, back in first year, I did regret at the time not living in a dorm. Because I just stayed living with my family. And so I regretted it a lot the first few weeks of university. Um, And now, three years later, I don't regret it. Because I know... A part of me only wanted to live in a dorm because I saw everybody else doing it. And so I wanted to share that experience, I guess. But now I know that if I had lived in a dorm, I don't think I would have liked it. Because one, I would have missed my family a lot. Two, I would just... It would be really lonely being in a dorm by myself, you know, like not having anyone to talk to. Mm-hmm. And the financial part of it too is just unnecessarily expensive. And so even though I don't have that like experience, you know, because I feel like living in a dorm, that's part of your best four years of your life experience. If you think about it, that's just like, that's society's standard. That's not in my realm. Exactly. You, know? you got to set standards for yourself and only for yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, being 21, I follow a lot of influencers who are also my age. And sometimes I forget that because they're on completely different timelines than me. Like Emma Chamberlain, she's a millionaire with her own company. She has a massive house. She lives by herself. She moved to LA when she was 17. And then another YouTuber that I follow, her name is Kayla Kasuga. She um, has a a daughter and she's pregnant now with another son and she's married. And again, they're all the same age as me. And I'm, like, still living at home, finishing up my degree. I've never had a boyfriend. And I think, you know, moments like this where you compare yourself to, like, oh, there must be something wrong with me because I've never had a boy in boyfriend or something. But then I think for other people, they can look at that and think, okay, objectively, I f- I'm behind. But I don't look at it that way because... For me, like, I know I want kids and stuff, but I don't want kids for a long time. And so from my perspective, I feel like I have it better in some cases, but it's all about perspective, right? So like, they think they have it better. And that's, that's them. I think I have it better. And that's me because I don't want kids for a long time. And I think because of that, I have this freedom to, to do whatever I want, because I don't have a family to look out for. I don't have all these things kind of like, holding me back and so I like take pride in the fact that I've never had a boyfriend and that I don't have kids yet because I don't want kids yet and like I take huge um appreciation for still living at home with my family because then I get to see my parents every day and I'm very close with my mom and dad and I I enjoy these little moments with them and my brother's like my best friend and so I you know and it's all about perspective because somebody else would look at my life and say oh, she's lame. She's living at home. Like, she's never had a boyfriend. What? But I look at it as like, no, I love my life. Like, I love living at home. I love being single. You know, it's all about perspective. I love that. And it's the mindset as well. Because like, 
it's your life in the end it's your life so what if they're like oh she's lame like come on you you don't even know no one knows like you know what you've been through and like you know what like you know just like the perspectives on that as well it's like so what if they think that way it's not their life like if they want to have a boyfriend and kids at this age go ahead like no yeah that's on you that's on you exactly it's just man it's just funny how people are so quick to like jump to judging other people when they're like oh you haven't met the societal standard yet hmm you're behind (laughs) exactly (laughs) like this whole thing about being behind it's just all in our imagination Mm-hmm. There is no, there's nobody holding a gun to our head saying like you have to get married by this age. Like we we made it up, you know. Exactly. It's just society made it up on these arbitrary rules, and at the same time they're like, oh yeah, make sure you have a balance of everything too. And it's just it's insanely hard to balance between the two. Like oh yeah, do I work hard for my future? Or do I have fun and travel? Because that's what everyone else is doing. It's just yes. like one will eventually overpower the other. And I think what I learned from today's conversation, my one takeaway is that maybe there is no such thing as living life to the fullest. Maybe life is just life, and we don't need to prove anything to ourselves or to other people. Because isn't this what it is? Like when you ask yourself, "Have I lived life to the fullest?" Isn't that to like prove something or to like show off in a way? You know? Mm Hmm. Huh. I'm not sure about that because when I think people are like showing off, they're they're still like, oh, uh, I'm my life isn't fulfilled yet. When I think that their life is fulfilled because they've done all these amazing things, but they still feel like something's missing. Exactly. And my key takeaway for this whole thing is well, just that, just like when you, even though we're comparing against like each other and everyone's social media. Just because you think someone has it all sorted out, like they've done all these amazing things, they're a billionaire at like 20 something, it doesn't mean that they have, it doesn't mean that they feel fulfilled. Yeah. It does not mean that they're happy. Exactly. Like you could be happier than them and you wouldn't know because you're just judging it on a single photo that you see on Instagram. Yes. And another big key key takeaway is life is life is what you make out of it it's the journey along the way like if you already had your life figured out and you already feel fulfilled then what's the point of living exactly like there's always room for improvement you know and if you're not where you want to be in life right now take it as like a good thing like something to look forward to when you do reach that point of contentment you have something to look forward to you know and you have something to work towards exactly like, if we were all happy with where we are now when, when we didn't have anything to work towards, like, then what's the point of being here, you know? Exactly. It's like, imagine if everyone just came out of the womb like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what I want to do. Like, it just doesn't work that way. You have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and it takes the fun out of it, too. Like, there's no, there was no hard work to get there, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, so b- before we end this podcast, one final question what do you think you can do in this moment of your life to reach that point of I lived life to the fullest? Which just kind of contra- contradicts <laughs> everything I just said. Like, you know, there's no such thing as living life to the fullest. But we'll, we'll pretend I didn't say that. You know, like, what's something <laughs> that... <laughs> Basically, what's one thing you think you can do um, that'll make you happier? I think it would be empowering someone 
to mm. feel more clarity about their own life in a strange way, like just helping them out. It's why I'm like a student leader at my school too. It's just like, I want to help them figure out what they want to do, even though I haven't figured out what I want to do. I want to help others like have a more, have a more clearer picture. Mm. Maybe you should be a life coach. Oh, wow. I think I'd be a terrible life coach. <laughs> I thought you'd I think I'd be a great one because it matches everything you said you want to do. You want to like help other people find themselves. Isn't that what a life coach does? I don't know. I've never. I, You've never heard of a life coach? No, I, I thought it was like a lifeguard kind of thing. Like, you no, that's a lifeguard. A life coach is some like you have a client and they come up to you and they tell you like their problems and then oh. you tell them how to like not necessarily fix it but just like you give them clarity kind of like a therapist except not for it's not exclusive to mental health issues it's just like like a client can come up to you and be like hey i'm having relationship troubles or like i i don't know how to get to my dream job and then you kind of coach them on how to do that oh, like, okay, you're, that you're basically <laughs> you're basically like the little cheerleader <laughs> That makes so much more sense. I was going to say I'd be terrible because I haven't swam in a really long time. Oh, my God. How does that even make sense to what you were saying? You're like, I want to help people find themselves. And I'm like, yeah, you should, like, jump in the water and save someone. I mean, it would help them find themselves. Okay. It it would literally save someone and help someone. It would literally save their life. But that's not the type you were talking about. Wow. Uh, Well, in that case, then, well, maybe. I think it also takes the fun out of it, though, because then I think of it as a job, and mm. then I would hate giving out life advice to any of my friends, so I I don't know. <laughs> I can see you, like, doing a bunch of different jobs. I and can I think, see that, too. <laughs> and I think maybe that is, like, your purpose, not to, like, settle down and have just one job, but to, like, do a bunch of different jobs just for the sake of doing it for the experience. That's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, wait a minute. What tells me that I can just have one job? Why can't I just have like one main job and then like many side hustles that are completely unrelated? Like I could have a farm if I really wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) You could. Nobody's stopping you. Exactly. So some food for thought. Well, this has been a very lively and insightful discussion. Um, As always, I had so much fun talking with you, Lena, and I learned something new about you again today. Me too, Jenny. I get you gave me even more clarity on just like this huge dilemma that I've been feeling. And I feel a lot lighter after Do talking you? about this with you. Yeah. Maybe I should be a life coach. Yeah, you should be a life coach. <laughs> All right. That's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please give it a five-star review. That would really help me out. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.